Making the Headlines on Breakfast Briefing. A lot of the papers this morning questioning whether Ryan Tuberty will ever be back on the airwaves again in RTE. If you go to the front of the Irish Daily Mirror, point of no right turn, Ryan Tuberty's days as a presenter could be numbered after the broadcaster's boss spoke out. So at this committee yesterday, Adrian Lynch was asked, uh, is Ryan Tuberty going to be back on air? And he said, for editorial reasons, it is impossible for Ryan Tuberty to be back on air. I think he said currently, uh, but the papers, as you say, questioning whether he'll ever be back. That's also the front of the Irish Daily Mail. No way back for Tuberty. Acting DG says it's not tenable for Ryan to be on air amid scandal during five hours of grilling in Dáil Committee. Uh, the Irish Independent also questions Ryan Tuberty. Tuberty's RTE future now in serious doubt. Presenter not expected to return until end of summer. Talks on new contract are suspended. It has emerged and uh, the paper also says that Patrick Keelty wants to make his pay public uh, and we could get it as soon as tomorrow because once the RT committee signs off on Patrick Kilty's pay, apparently he's amenable to having his pay made public. So we could get that tomorrow evening. We shall see. Obviously, the paper's all covering the committee meeting yesterday. Uh, the Irish Examiner goes with one of the big things that emerged. I would suggest one of the biggest things that emerged from the meeting is that the minister wasn't told by the RT board of the resignation call. So what we learned yesterday was that the RT board asked D Forbes on June 16th to resign. Uh, D Forbes didn't resign, so she was suspended last Wednesday instead. But last Saturday, eight days later, the chair of the RT board, Shuni Raleigh, goes and meets Minister Catherine Martin and doesn't tell the line minister responsible that they've asked for the Director General of the State Broadcaster to resign. There's going to be serious questions asked about this and uh, we already heard a bit of anger from Minister Catherine Martin issuing a statement last night really saying that what RT said at the committee meeting yesterday wasn't acceptable and they'd want to go away and have a think, I'm paraphrasing here, before they appear before the committee today and give more... Detailed answers really is what Catherine Martin is calling for, but you would imagine Catherine Martin and her department and her advisors absolutely fuming that she's not being told that the board of RTE asks the Director General to resign. That's a huge issue. The Irish Times uh, looks at another big issue itself uh, to do with RTE in competition with itself a lot of the time. So the headline, RTE Chairwoman says station guilty of shocking governance failings. And uh, Shuni Raleigh was also asked about, you know, some of these salaries that presenters are being paid. And she says RTE is often bidding against itself because Virgin Media ain't going to offer the money, News Talk ain't going to offer that money, Today FM ain't going to offer that money, really is BBC, is, uh, you know, Sky News, is NBC going to offer these presenters the gig? And if they're not, then why are they being paid so much money? She says RT is bidding against itself a lot of the time with these big salaries. Anyway, a lot more about it. 
strap yourself in for day two for the Public Accounts Committee. The chair of that committee, Brian Stanley, will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning. The Irish Sun is uh, one of the only Irish papers not to go with RT as its main story. Instead, it goes with Madonna, Madge Intensive Care Dash. Madonna was rushed to intensive care after being found unresponsive. She was struck down by a bacterial infection in New York on Saturday. By all accounts, very, very sick with it. And now the world tour has been postponed while she recovers. So all of her fans and everyone wishing Madonna well and hoping that she recovers and is able to do this big world tour that a lot of people have been waiting a long time for. Now, there was another committee on yesterday. Uh, I'm not being rude, but I don't think many people may have watched it, given that they were all watching the RTE committee instead. But uh, the Irish Examiner was watching the, the Oireachtas Transport Committee yesterday and Transport Infrastructure Ireland were in and the examiner says that it's highly likely now that motorists are going to face a second hike in toll rates within six months. So Transport Infrastructure Ireland said this at the Transport Committee, highly likely that the toll is going to go up again in January. Already we've been hit with increases of up to 10% to drive on some of the country's main roads from Saturday, but TII Chair Peter Walsh said it's highly likely that the rates will go up again in January there. So uh, tolls on the M50 are going to increase by 30 cent for cars without tags. It'll be €3.50 to use the M50. If you have a tag, it'll be €2.30. Then some of the other motorways, they're increasing from €2 to €2.10. And on the M3, the toll rises to €1.60. But that's just the first because there's going to be another increase in January. I mean, if they're saying it in June, it looks like it's definitely going to happen in January. Now, inside the Irish Mirror... Uh, obviously, we all know that there's a shocking amount of littering that goes on on the sides of the roads, but there's a particularly shocking case of it uh, outlined in the mirror because a toilet, this is an actual toilet, found which was full of human waste dumped on the side of a busy road. So someone had a toilet full of human waste, they put it in a cardboard box and threw it on the road, and uh, this is the Slane to Navan Road yesterday, and apparently not the first time, because it's the third toilet that has been illegally dumped in Meath this month. They also found one in Slane and the other in Town. and local council community warden Alan Nolan said a beggar's belief that people think it's okay to do this. A contractor working for the the council has to collect what is dumped and one of the most annoying aspects for Mr Nolan is that items like old toilets can actually be brought to a recycling centre and put it in the rubbish bin at the centre for a very small charge but instead someone throws it on the side of the road but obviously you can't recycle this toilet because it's full of you know what in it absolutely disgusting there a big issue in Meath and I'm sure not the only county where this is going on and he's right, it does beggar belief uh, the people think it's grand to do this and just throw it on the side of the road. Now, we talk a lot about the length of summer holidays here in Ireland for our school children. The Times of London says that in France, President Emmanuel Macron is angering teachers because he wants an ambitious overhaul of school holidays 
in France. He says that the summer break of two months or more should be shortened to stop schools making up for lost time uh, with long teaching days that leave children exhausted. Now, apparently the French love the long summer holidays, but Minister, or sorry, President Macron says that having these lengthy school holidays deepens social inequality because children from poorer backgrounds tend to be left to their own devices and then the richer families are able to go off on nice holidays uh, and they can do all these sorts of leisure and educational activities. So in France, most secondary schools break up in July and don't return until September. Uh, hello Ireland, where we break up in June until September. But anyway, anyway Emmanuel Macron says that that's too long. Uh, the school day is also long because it's half eight to half four in secondary school and in some secondary schools it's longer. So the unions aren't happy. They say it's the wrong way to approach the problem of children who are at home during the summer. So I will see if there's any more reaction to that, but that's in the Times of London. And finally, from the Sun, chat-up lines are back. Now, they were always kind of seen as a bit um, cheesy, but apparently young people love them because old-fashioned icebreakers are now most likely to be used by those aged 16 to 29. Now, I think what's going on here is they're not saying it to someone's face in a bar, but they're saying it on some of these dating apps, and they are using these uh, chat-up lines as a way to break the ice. Uh, so chat-up lines popular again. The most popular chat-up line voted for by a poll of single people is, is your name Wi-Fi because I'm feeling a connection. Other favourite chat-up lines are, is your name Google because you're what I've been searching for? Are you a parking ticket because you've got fine written all over you? Now, if someone wrote any of these to me, I'd be deleting them straight away. But anyway, other ones. Should we get coffee? I like you a latte. And are you on loan? You've got my interest. There's some of the newer chat-up lines, but there are some golden oldies which are still being used now by younger people. If I said you had a beautiful body, would, would you hold it against me? If I could rearrange the alphabet, I'd put you and I together. And do you have a name or can I call you mine? Overall, 14% of women and 11%, uh, sorry, 14% of men and 11% of women are using chat-up lines and young people seem to be delivering them via messaging or dating apps. You can read more about that in The Sun. That poll was carried out by uh, the Insights Agency, Prospectus Global. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.